welcome to the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every week I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons that they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two moms parent in the same way. We should celebrate that and learn from one another. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today, and if you like what you hear, please share the show with a friend. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the last week of October. This is episode 322 of the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. There has been a lot going on in the world in 2020 and just in general. And I've been doing this podcast for four and a half years now. It's hard to believe. And Since that time, I've had the privilege of hearing from some really extraordinary mothers and hearing some extraordinary stories of of their lives, of their children, and as life goes on, things continue to change and evolve, and to have the podcast play even a small role in in kind of time-stamping that moment in time for them where life looked a certain way. And then sometimes it's a very short time later, sometimes a little bit longer, but life changes and life evolves. And I wanted to give you a few updates on some of the guests. And because there's just so many episodes now, I wanted to make you aware of some of the people that have been on the podcast and some episodes you might want to go back to if you're newer in this community, um, if you want to hear from them a while back, and I'll give you a little update on where they are now. The first thing I want to say is I have primarily women on on the show, um, and so I haven't had this individual on the show, but I did just want to acknowledge the death of Colin Karchner this week. It is incredibly sobering to have someone pass away so quickly and surprisingly, and it really gets you to take a good hard look at your own life, doesn't it? And it really puts things into a different perspective when you think about, you know, people in your life, maybe you're the same age as as Colin, I believe he's 40 years old, and to have no warning and, and one day he's saving the children and the next day his family is without him. And I think it's just a really important reminder, A, to use our days as best we can. And if we feel a mission and a calling to promote a message or to do a work in our family or whatever it is to really make the most of our time here because we are not promised any length of time. I think we all kind of assume we have 80 plus years to accomplish our life's mission. And it's simply not true. And so when we see an example like Colin, who hit the ground running years ago trying to help raise the awareness of of social media and teens, the dangers of giving your kids phones too early, bullying, suicide, these really hard topics that are hard to talk about but are so imperative for parents to be on the cutting edge of because we have to help our kids. We have to save them because they are just not equipped in this day and age to, to field all, all of these things. And so he created a tremendous movement. And while his passing is so, so tragic and all of our hearts 
prayers and love and everything go out to his family, his dear wife and his kids who are undoubtedly reeling from this loss. The best thing that we can do when we are faced with a tragedy like this is look at our in the mirror ourselves and, and say, what can we do to continue his message, his legacy? Are we taking his message to heart? And if we do, then he just needed those 40 years, right? But still, our, our hearts go out to, to them, um, to Emily Frame, his sister. And uh, I just, I can't even fathom. And it's really just been unsettling this week since I heard of that sad, sad news. Okay, so now a couple episodes from the past, from the archives, that I wanted to draw your attention to and give you an update on because things have changed. So, Tara Jones. Do you know Tara? Tara Bell is amazing, amazing. She has the sweet Indie Lou who, Tara, is she four now? Is she four years old? She is the most darling light on the internet. <laughs> this is when social media is truly used for good. And she came on um, about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, when Indy had just gone through her first round of chemo. Indy has Down syndrome and then was also diagnosed with cancer and was in the hospital for many, many months, went through treatments, came out and was cleared and in remission. So ecstatic to, to see her beat that, even though it was such a, a treacherous road. And so Tara came on, and this was episode 246 for your reference. And Tara shared about Sweet Indy's life about finding out that her daughter had Down syndrome and processing that. And then when they found out she had cancer, how that also continued to impact their family and what that road looked like. But at the time we were talking, she was in remission and things were, were looking up. Sadly, about, I think it was about nine months later, there were some, some signs that reappeared and they retested her and the cancer did come back. She went through many, many more months of treatments and ultimately had a bone marrow transplant. Um, at first, the doctors said that it didn't work. And this past January, Indy was very, very sick. Sicker than she had ever been. And being on ECMO for... I want to say it was like 20 days, three weeks or so. And it's that's just not something generally that any, anybody can come back from. But Indy is not just anybody. <laughs> and um, after weeks of not being able to breathe on her own, she day by day fought her way back and came back to life, essentially. And... Um, the road after transplant has not been easy. However, they have very thankfully realized that now she's 100% donor marrow cells. And so actually the bone marrow transplant was a success. And 
Unfortunately now, though, she is still dealing with many of the complications that do come from having a transplant like that. And um, just in the past few days, she's been in the hospital again with severe swelling and edema and struggling to stand up and have strength. And it just breaks your heart to see her have any complications after all that she has fought through and, and been through. But we are not giving up on Indy and Indy is just not giving up <laughs> at all. And it is just seeing her still so vibrant and full of life, regardless of any swelling or inhibitions to not be able to walk or things like that. Like, it's just, she's a remarkable, remarkable girl. So if you don't already follow Tara, I'll link it at extraordinarymomspodcast.com. But check out her episode at 246. Um, and just continue to keep Indy in your prayers. Another cool thing is that Tara, before COVID, when they were able to have a lot more visitors and things, her mom was a really big I guess, cast member in her Instagram stories. And Mama Cat would play a big role in Indy's joy in her life. And I just really came to love Kathleen so, so much and asked her to come on the show because I knew that there was also a big backstory. As much joy and light as Tara is filled with, she also had a really hard go growing up. Her dad um, was in and out of the picture a lot, including um, being in prison and, and even in the last few years has, has been in prison and seeing that evolution. You guys, he is out and doing well and is a part of their lives again and is getting healthier. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. But Kathleen Whiting, her mom, was on episode 281, and she talked about her struggles um, in her marriage as the kids were growing up and making really hard decisions and just feeling like an inadequate mom. And Tara also provides a sweet message to her mom on that episode, which is just so tender because you could just tell the pain that Kathleen still has um, in in how kind of life went for, for her girls um, growing up. And she has a lot of regrets and everything. But it was a really therapeutic episode. I hope it was at least. I found it really incredibly inspiring. And um, that's definitely an episode you'll want to check out because she is just such a tender part of Tara and Indy's life. Okay, two more episodes that... Um, a little bit harder to talk about because they truly served as a timestamp at a moment in time when they had something really powerful to say and they didn't necessarily know how many more days they would they would get to share their message. The first one is Whitley Hamblin. Whitley was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer and at the time of the recording, so this was episode 39, and sorry guys, the numbering is kind of messed up because I switched the name of the podcast, remember that? But it was about a year and a half ago um, that, I re that I recorded with her, so that's 39. Um, but she knew that she had a terminal diagnosis. She knew that she didn't have much time left. And she knew that she was going to make the most of every single day that she had. And um, so that was a really tender episode. And I treat those episodes very 
carefully and with a lot of, of reverence. And I want to treat it as like a gift to the family that Whitley's able to tell her story and document her life's journey. And I ask her questions that I believe her children would want to hear from her, from her own words, from her own voice as they get older. And it was just a really tender episode that I would love for you to check out. That Again, that was number 39. Um, Whitley passed away a few months later and was surrounded by family. And she really did life on her own terms. And she lived a beautiful, beautiful life. And while many of us would say that it was far too short, again, it's just evidence of how impactful somebody's life can be and the legacy that you can leave regardless of how many days you have, but it's how you use those days. And Whitley will ever be an example to me of, of making the most of her time to be faithful in the middle of the most extreme challenges and uncertainties. And I will just never forget talking to her and you need a good cry today. Whitley's episode is super powerful. Hey everyone, I wanted to jump in and thank a show sponsor and that is Sorella Styles. Sorella Styles has a great, great brand story. This was inspired by two sisters actually during quarantine. While the stores were closed, it became so difficult to just get a simple t-shirt or sweatpants as everything most department stores are more form-fitting, comfort is lacking for these little kids, and it was an issue that was going on for months. And that is when Sorella Styles, a family-owned business, was born. They decided to create a line of clothing that are great for lounging around the house or working out in. It's great for kids with sensory problems because comfort is really their number one priority. They pride themselves on giving their customers great quality apparel, and they offer everything from sweatshirts to t-shirts to leggings to sweatpants, and they even make face masks that are better than the generic traditional ones you can get in the store. They offer free shipping on orders $50 or more, and I just love the brand story of how a family took an issue that they were personally having and they found a solution, which I think is so fantastic. Sorella Styles is offering 10% off your total order with the promo code EEP. Visit SorellaStyles.com to redeem your 10% off and get comfortable SorellaStyles.com clothing. All the clothing and comfort to make you smile. Thanks so much to Sorella Styles for sponsoring the show. Now let's get back to it with me. <laughs> and the last one I want to highlight is Whippy. So a lot of you know and love Whippy and she was actually on, I want to say it was like three years ago now, maybe two and a half years ago. She was episode 212 and at the time she was not sick. So as you know, or as some of you may know, Whitley ended up um, getting breast cancer and having a really hard battle and ended up passing away um, last March. So, so hard for her family. But at the time that we spoke, she was not sick. She did not know. We actually focused on her parents' divorce, um, which was a shock to her at the time. And we talked about how clarifying that was for her in her life. Um, we talked about 
her her viewpoint on a lot of different things. And I just found it to be such a transparent, beautiful episode. And then just a few short months later, she also ended up separating from her husband, was diagnosed with breast cancer very close to that as well, <clears throat> and then went through this journey, um, which unfortunately led to her passing. But as far as I know, her kids are doing doing okay as as well as can be expected. They they are surrounded by a lot of love. Um, but that episode 212 with Whippy is just one that I'll always treasure because she's just who she is, you know? And I think so many times as women especially, we try and conform or we try and hide our thoughts or opinions or we fail to dig deep to really address what we really think about things and who we really are for the sake of it being hard or for the sake of ruffling feathers. And Whippy never did that. She really stepped out as her own person and I really admire that in her. Um, and it was a really special episode. So I hope these episodes are ones that you can look back on, especially if you knew these people. Maybe you didn't know they were on the Extraordinary Moms podcast, but hopefully you'll be able to see the beautiful legacy that all of these individuals have have created and and left behind in some cases and continue to write in others like Indy. And um, it's just a really special gift that I get to give these, these families as they document their journey. And I really encourage you to do the same. You know what? It's not hard to do this. Um, if you have a voice memo app on your phone, if you have iPhone, you have a voice memo app. If you have GarageBand on your phone, whatever. But find a recording software and start talking. Start talking. And if you don't know what to say, just start at the beginning and picture Jessica, Jessica Dahlquist, sitting on the other side and asking you questions and then respond to the questions that you've heard me ask several of my guests. And I just kind of walk my guests step by step through Um you know, piece by piece of events in their life and what they learned, events and what they learned, how that changed them, how that changed how they viewed the future, things like that. And if you can do that for yourself, it is such a gift. And there's just something about it being in your own voice that is so, so powerful. My husband's mom passed away when he was only 14. She had stage four colon cancer like Whitley. And she gave her family a tremendous gift in the 18 months that she had left to live. She did a lot of special things. She made baby blankets for future grandkids she would never get to meet. She wrote letters to her kids that would be given to them on important days and for important events in their life. She wrote a personal history that her friends helped her to, she dictated and, and they wrote for her. And um, we have a bound book of, of that personal history, which is so special. And then she also made cassette tapes. Maybe you're too young. <laughs> Remember cassette tapes? She made cassette tapes of her voice telling her family about what she thought about things and what she wanted them to know. And even in her weak state where her voice had changed a lot, those tapes and hearing her voice 
communicate these tender messages to her family. Oh, it is just such a gift. And it's something that is just so treasured in my husband's family. And it helps me to connect to her too, because I never had the privilege of meeting her. Um, And so you don't need to wait until a tragedy happens or, you know, something like that. Start documenting now. So whether it's journaling, whether it's recording voice memos, that's super easy because you can do it on the go and um, it doesn't need to be formal. Think about what you want your kids to know. Think about how your thoughts have evolved on certain topics. Think about how motherhood has changed you. And if you can answer those types of questions, what a tender, special gift to leave your kids. And hopefully you'll be well into your 80s, 90s (laughs) when they finally get to hear these things. But to hear from mom at 30 years old or 40 years old, and hear what she thought about life and her experiences, oh, it just gives me goosebumps thinking. And so I'm grateful for the podcast and my um, the opportunity I have to get to document these types of journeys and stories for individuals, but you can do it on your own as well. So I'm going to link to all the podcasts that I mentioned today. Um, there's just so much there, and I know it's hard to dig through the archives. You can also on the website, extraordinarymomspodcast.com and you can type in names of the individuals that you want to listen to or topics that they cover if you can't remember. So if you want to, you know, type in cancer or you want to type in divorce, you want to type in adoption, then all the episodes will come up according to those topics. And that can be a really great way to search for new episodes that you may not have heard of if you have not been around for four and a half years, which many of you have not. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Jessica Dahlquist3 or on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm so grateful for you for being here. I know this is kind of a different episode, but I've just felt really tender and sentimental this past week. And there's a lot of hard stuff going on, but when we can not just look at the hard stuff, but look at it from a perspective of valuing individuals and individual stories. I hope it will inspire you and prompt you to to be present, to love your families, to make the most of your days. And when we do that, I know that we can feel really sound in when we lay our heads down at night. So anyhow, next week I'll be back for another episode with another Extraordinary Mom. Bye.